This is the Victory Life Today podcast with Al and Angie Berg. Together, we'll learn how to stand in victory each and every day. Live life set ablaze by faith, filled with purpose. Live life above your circumstance. Welcome to Victory Life Today. I'm Al Burke. And I'm Angie Burke. Thanks so much for joining us today. We've got a great show today, Al, talking yeah, about... always a great show. Yes, yes, talking about God's will. And so many people I have heard say, you know, if I just knew what God's will was for me, then I would do it. And, you know, I think God really wants to show us what His will is for us. I think we just... The problem is sometimes we want the whole picture for the rest of our life, and that's it, you know? You know, I always said, Lord... If you would just put a telephone, like a big red telephone, oh yeah, you know, and I could pick it up and say, "What do you want?" And the Lord said to me, "He said, you know what would happen if I gave you a telephone like that, and you picked it up and I told you what you, you'd go? Are you sure?" Yeah, yeah. Well, let me pray on it. <laughs> let me pray on it, Lord. I'm pray about it, Lord. So, that's right. That's right. Well, you know, God it, speaks in the inner man. He speaks in the heart. Yes, yes. But you know, Ellie has a way of bringing it to you, you know, if you just wait on him and we'll get through all of that. But uh, but yeah, I mean, uh, God wants to show us his will and he's going to show us what it is. Yeah. Uh, but anyway. This um, isn't hard. No, it's not. And you wanted to say something about the uh, Romans eleven twenty nine. It says, for the gifts and calling of God are without repentance. Yeah, and that means God doesn't repent. It doesn't, right. He's not talking about us. In other words, God doesn't change his mind. That's good. I'm going to send gifts and calling to you. If you never walk in the calling, wow. if you never walk in the gift I've given you, I haven't changed my mind. I know right. someone that was given an, an anointing to heal people, and she was healing people like crazy, and one day she just stopped. Yeah. She had a healing anointing in her life, right. and that was a calling and a gift. And she didn't use it. She so, so she changed her mind, but God never did. God never changes right. his mind, but he right. will not go past your free will ever, no matter what. And when you right. don't like someone prophesies over someone, you're going to do this with your life, and they go, that's conditional that you agree. That's exa- that, and, and that's right. And you do you're willing, you, and you're willing. You're willing. You know, the, that's so true. The Lord spoke to me many years ago. It's basically part of what we're doing now. And he said, you're going to preach the gospel to a million people. So he said, go out and tell people about it. Well, I never told a whole lot of people, but here's the point of the story. I had to be in agreement with it. And then when God brought people together to do it, I need to say, okay, let's do this. It's not going to fall out of the sky. I know someone who told me, God told me I'm going to have a big, big ministry. And I said, well, why don't you come and preach tonight and start learning how to do this? And he said, I don't want to do that. So, you know, so and he had ahead, never I'm done sorry. it before. But really, you know, you have to think, have you asked yourself that question? You know, what is God's will for me? Or I know he has a plan for me, but I have no idea what it could possibly be. What is his purpose for my life? You know, you might be a serious Christian and you might be asking these questions. And that's a good thing because it tells me and it should tell you and it tells God that you really want to know what he wants you to do with your life. You know, and I've come across Christians over the years 
years, uh, you know, that, that they want to serve the Lord. Sure. You know, and they're excited about their faith and they're very anxious and they want the whole world to know how good God is. And I think that's great. This happens especially with born-again believers because they're born again, they, they've got this new gospel, this unbelievable thing happened to them, and they can't wait to share it. You know, you they're know, on fire for they God. They are. And the church historically shut, shut them down. Basically, they would go to church and there was nothing going on there, so they was like, well, what do I do with this? Yeah. And the church just pumped holiness. Yeah. Just yeah. live holy, just live holy. Forget about what your calling is and your gift is. They just pumped the holiness thing, and they always failed in the holiness. Yep. So you go from this being on fire for God, I'm going to do yeah. these great things, to just really being beat down. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, I'm not saying every church did that, but churches years ago, they stressed the holiness that no one could do anyway. Yeah, that's right. They can't. They still can't. But God does have a plan, but you have to remember this. He also has a timing. And, you know, we could have different plans along through our life that he has, you know, depending on the time frame. You know, he may move you from one thing or to another. So to say, I want to know what God's will is. First of all, God's will is to obey his word. That's number one. We know that. It's all in there. But what does God want? What is his plan for my life? You know, when people think he's going to hand it to them on a silver platter all at once and show you the beginning. You're 25 years old. You're asking God what his plan is. And you want to know what you're going to be doing at 80. It's just not going to happen that way. But what I want to encourage you is that God will bring you step by step as sort of like a training program to get you to where he wants you ultimately. And I think, Al, you and I can agree that this television thing was what we were made for, but we didn't know this the first 50 years of our life, you know, and it was all a training thing and a faithfulness thing. Will you be faithful in the little things so I could make you faithful in much? So, you know, it's all God training. knows what he's doing. Yeah. And he's got a plan, a plan and a program, and he's going to get you there if you're willing. Right. You know, and we try to, what we do as well, and we'll talk about that later, no, getting ahead of it. No, it's true. And, you know, and you know, a lot of people, because they, they make up something in their mind or they want to start a church. Okay, they think God's telling them to start a church. I've seen people start churches that have failed immediately. I've seen little ministries that never got off the ground either. I've seen ministries that grew and then failed. So, you know, there, you have to look at these things and examine this and go back to God and say, what did I do? Because God makes you successful. I mean, you know, it might not be in the world's eyes, but he will, if he tells you to start a church, that church is going to prosper. Yeah, and it may not prosper right away. It could take a long time. And, yeah. and even if it doesn't get big, if you did what he told you to do, yes. it'll work. And you'll be rewarded for it in the end. Amen. Because you, you can't get rewarded for doing something he didn't tell you to do. That's right. It's a you whole know, lot of waste. I, exactly. And if God tells you to do this with your life or that with your life, that's what you need to be doing. And yes. what we do is we're looking at everybody else, what they're doing. Yeah. And, and we always look to the person who's doing something very glamorous, not the person with the little church that nobody knows right, about. Right. And that's what we want to be. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, so what's the problem then? We get ahead of God a lot, a lot of times. That is the number one thing I've seen. Yeah. We get ahead. <laughs> Abraham did that. I don't want to go there, but um, we we God says to do something, and right away we took. You know, we take off a hundred miles an hour trying to do it. You know, when the Lord said to me, "You're going to preach the gospel to a million people," I didn't 
really understand it. It didn't make any sense to me. I went, what are you going to do? How, I mean, you know how big the building would be? Yeah. <laughs> I know. That, that was your thought. Yeah. That was my thought. Right. I never thought of TV or Internet. I don't, right. They didn't even have the Internet when he told me that. Wow. So wow. God knew what he was going to do and how he was going to do it. It was my job to be faithful. Right. And what I did immediately was I continued. I'd already been doing it. I continued Bible study, study, learn, learn, learn more mm-hmm. about God, learn more about cool. revelation, wisdom, moving on to learn so that when God said, okay, it's time to do this, it's no problem. I'm That's there. I'm right. ready. That's good. That's so good. we, <laughs> you can't speed up God's plan because if you do, you're going to get in trouble. You're right. going to get ahead of God, you know, and you're going to fail thinking, well, God told me to do this, yeah. and it's not working. It's either God didn't speak to me, or I missed him, or, or God can't do it. There's a guy we, don't, we both know who God called him as a missionary to South America, and he took off, and he went there, and he said, I had nothing but problems for years. It was, and then all of a sudden, two years into it, Everything broke and everything worked beautiful. It just kept listening. He goes, Lord, what was that? And the Lord said, you went here two years early. Yes, yes. You, I, there's a time and a season. Yeah. And I had more preparation for you, but you took off 100 miles an hour. And um, I'm big on waiting on God oh, to yeah. the point of ridiculousness. Mm-hmm. I can vouch for that. You know what I mean? Yes. Really, you know, if God tells me to go somewhere, I'll get in the car and wait for God to turn the key mm-hmm. because I'm waiting on God. So I have the problem the other way. I don't right. take off 900 because I've seen too much, too much failure. Yeah, I, now I agree with that. I think that's good. The problem arises when we don't wait. The Lord puts the, the passions and the desires in your hearts, you know what I mean, so, years before it comes to fruit. So we need to hear, we need to wait, and we need to obey. God just, spoke that to me about the million people. It had to be 30 years ago. Yeah, and it's like, okay, Lord, if you want me to do that, you bring it to me. Because I'm not going after this. The Bible says promotion comes from the Lord. Yes, it does. And that's humility, what it says in First Peter, it says right. that. Okay, so we're going to talk about someone today. I'm just going to use her first name, mainly because I don't know her last name. <laughs> but her name is Robin. And uh, she always had a desire for missions work. And I want to read you the scripture, Romans 12, 2. It says, And be not conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. So what what Robin did was she decided to go to Karis Bible College. That's in Colorado. She sat under the word for two years. And in the second year, there's a mission trip. And she decided to go to Nicaragua. And uh, this this uh, this uh, ministry, Ambassadors to the Nations, is is one of the missionaries that go to Nicaragua on a regular basis. So, so she's getting ready for this trip. She was going with this group, okay, because they had recommended this group. And uh, so God says to her, "I want you to buy an umbrella." And now this woman never owned an umbrella. And it's so funny, Al, she never owned an umbrella because she loves going out in the rain. She likes uh-huh. rain hitting Who her. Does that? So 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 she definitely did not have an umbrella. So, but she didn't understand the instruction, like go get an umbrella and take it to Nicaragua with you because she was looking at the weather and there, it was a hundred degrees there every day, the year that the months that they were going, and there wasn't any chance of rain. But she said, okay, to be obedient to God. 
a simple thing. I am going to buy a $5 umbrella. And that's what she did. She went to the store and bought a $5 umbrella. So the first day in Nicaragua, you know, they back, they pack their backpacks and they go off for the day. And she did not take her umbrella. And the second day, it was a beautiful day anyway, but it didn't matter to her. She just didn't take the umbrella. But on the third morning, the Lord said to her, take your umbrella. And again, she was confused because there wasn't a cloud in the sky. So she goes on this thing with the group and she's at a beach and she's at the shoreline and they looked out into the water and there was a boat dedication there. Okay. And she was watching this boat dedication and the Lord told her, I want you to look out on the water. Now, Al, we, we really should know this, that when God tells you to look, he doesn't mean just to look and see with your eyes. He wants you to look and see with your heart and he wants you to, to consider what you're looking at. Because he just doesn't tell you what to do just for the sake right, of telling you what it. to do. Okay? So she's looking and looking and looking. And uh, she looks out on this one boat. And there are two women. Al, there are two women sitting on this boat. And one woman had an umbrella over her head. And the other one did not. And God said to her... Go give your umbrella to that other woman because it's for the sun, not for the rain. Oh, wow. That's awesome. And who would ever have thought that God, right away we reason, it's not going to rain, I'm not taking an umbrella. It's all reasoning. But that would have been so wrong on her part. She obeyed the Lord, not understanding any of it, which you go into a lot, you know. So she immediately obeyed. She walked across all the rocks. She got the lady's attention, and she handed the umbrella to the other lady. The lady was almost in tears. She was so happy. You know why? Because that lady was praying, God, get, can you get me an umbrella? She might have And this been. was a miracle answer. This is the way God works. She might have been, but I know she needed one. Well, for sure you know, she was asking for Maybe she forgot hers. Maybe whatever. she forgot one that day because obviously Nicaragua gets very hot, very sunny. It's intense. And uh, so she needed it to shield her. And the woman was just so, well, a lot more happens, but I know you want to say you something here. You need to here. look with your spiritual eyes and you need to hear right. with your spiritual ears more than, instead of looking at it like, well, these crazy people wear, you know, they got an umbrella, there's no rain. Right. And walk right. away. Right. You know what I mean? That's what yeah. most of us would do. Right. But you got to see with your spiritual eyes and have your ears attentive to his voice. Yeah. Because she would have said, well, it's just a boat dedication. I see it, Lord. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. And what's that crazy lady doing with an umbrella? It's not raining <laughs> anyway. Oh, yeah. Right? She didn't go there, though. But so, yeah, you're right. You're um, right. <laughs> there's funny. times when God will tell you to do something and it doesn't make any sense at all at the time. And we need to just do it, not worry about, we, right away we, we're going to think, you know? you got to think. In fact, it's not of our business what God does with it. Just do it. Oh, that's right. Like the umbrella. That's right. She, let's say the lady was praying, Lord, can you get me an umbrella today? And that was God's answer to the prayer. Absolutely. And she needed to be obedient to fulfill that for her. Right. That just could do be. it. That could be. Just do it. So, Al, she was so happy by bringing joy to this woman, she was full of joy. That's that's what you know. That's what you feel when you do something that God tells you to do, and, and you see the joy. And the Lord speaks to her, and He says, "Keep doing this. Keep doing this." So when she gets back to America, 
she begins purchasing $5 umbrellas. Okay. And one day she's sitting, she doesn't know what she's going to do with them. And she's sitting there and God tells her, I want you to go to camp meeting in Charlotte, North Carolina. She had no idea what that meant. She had no idea what, in fact, it didn't say Charlotte. She says, I want you to go to camp meeting. She didn't know what the heck that meant. And she was just collecting her umbrellas. Like a week later, she gets this thing, this magazine. It advertised the camp meeting in North Carolina. And this is the one that Andrew Womack was speaking uh, there. And Andrew Womack was the founder of the college she went to, and she didn't know any of this. Okay, she did not know any of this. So when she looked and she says, well, where are they located? She goes, wow, ambassador to the nations is part of this church. And that's who I went on the mission trip with. You see how it all connected? And this is all new for this woman. So God's doing something. So she gets excited. And during this entire time, she was spreading the word to everyone about umbrellas and people from all over the States, all over the world, mailing her umbrellas and money to buy umbrellas and, and, and also Bibles and other things. They were donating all over the place. So she thought, well, I'm going to bring all this stuff to camp meeting you know, to help the right. ambassador to the nations. And because they send containers over there, you know, three, four times a year. But she didn't have a car to get there. I think she was, I don't know where she was. She didn't have a car to get there. So she began praying for a car. She said, Lord, if you want me to go to camp meeting and this is your will, you're going to have to provide a car. And of course, God, in such a short time out, provided the car. She headed to Charlotte with over 100 umbrellas and Bibles and T-shirts. She ended up, because the Lord told her, move to Charlotte, North Carolina, and intern for ambassadors to the nations, intern there. And they hired her immediately. And, you know, it, the ministry there is huge it's awesome. when it comes to... Yeah, awesome yeah. people, awesome yeah. ministry. Yeah, there's a lot of Christians who, you know, they can't wait to get out of Bible college so they can start their own ministry. Right. And I tell people all the right. time, no, you need a whole lot of learning about how God operates in the, na- in the natural realm uh, you know, they have a lot of zeal, but they don't understand that they need to wait on God for direction. And what they do is they take off in their own thinking and in their own ability. They haven't learned enough. They haven't spent time under somebody else right. teaching them things where they can say, okay, just because yes. you have, you know, and this is done in the whole world, the industry, whatever you went to school for. When you get out, you work. Uh, let's say you went to college for uh, aviation to learn about planes. You don't get out of college and start building planes. You right. go work for someone who does right. build planes for years and years and years right. before. Training. And this is one of the problems we have in the Christianity. They need to be trained. Right. And they now, need- now, Bible college, especially this one, Karis Bible College, they do train you in the third year to a point. But that's, they're training you how to run a church. But you have to learn integrity. You, ha- you have to work on your character. You have to learn how to treat people, how to have relationships that last and that are good. And you have to walk in honesty, uh, you know, and sincerity and all of that. You, can, you, you need to train basically before you step into this church kind of thing. And you know how you do that? Go out and get a job. Train at the job. God will use you wherever you are. He'll right. tell you to go, you know, um, right. and, and stay where you are and learn these life lessons, the Christian way of life. Right. To be honorable, to tell the truth, not a liar, 
right. you know, let God teach you and train you. And a lot of them don't do that. You know what I mean? I asked the Lord recently about something personal. And I won't say it, but I asked him, I said, I, I want this. And he literally said, you're not ready for it yet. Yeah, so really. I don't know what that means, but I trust him. I certainly don't want to step forward and mess it up, you know? No, you know, it's, it's basically uh, stay where you are and let God train you. And when he tells you to move to another location right. or move on in the, whatever he's doing, just keep doing that and learn these lessons so that when he brings you out into what he's called you to do, you don't mess it up. That's right. And you're humble. And I've That's seen a right. lot of people that get way ahead of God. and You know what Andrew Womack says, and I like this, Ali, he says this all the time. He says, if you really want God's will and plan for your life, he'll get it to you. Just like he did with Robin. I mean, Robin had, didn't have a clue. This ended up to be such a huge ministry for her at Ambassadors to the Nations. She worked there for years. And, and the umbrella thing became so big, it was like every, you went into the church, it was an umbrella everywhere because it was going to be shipped there and probably to other countries too. But I just think it's great that God says, I'm going to get this done. And all I need God. is a willing heart. That's what he needs. That's God, right. will show, God will show you what he wants you to do with your life for him. Right. That's not a problem. You need to learn integrity. You need to learn the Bible and those kind of, you know, I had a business years ago. I was... <laughs> I'm one of those guys that never really worked for anybody. I was a businessman. Yeah. I was a maverick, just yeah. so you know. Well, you can't work for anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so when I, when I had my business and my men would come into work in the morning and they would say, boss, what do you want me to do today? I didn't go, I'm not telling. You got to go in the corner and pray for 20 minutes and I'll tell you. Just he's guess. E yeah. guess what you he's eager to tell him what he wants. Of course, that's so true. Right, so that's, that's so not true. the hard part. The hard part is learning how to live the way a Christian should live. Right. So that as he brings it in, and I believe in my own life, the way God brought it together for us and in my life, I, I was kind of saying, Lord, listen, listen. And you know, I'm, I'm getting a little old for this, you know what I mean? <laughs> and I believe God was saying that you weren't ready. Right, and right. it got held up because of you. God will still make it happen if I want it. Right, and it's for us, not me. That's right. But you know, God has a plan, and we are the ones that screw up the plan. We're either ahead of Him or behind Him. You know, the Lord did tell us years ago that someday we would be on some sort of television and 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 uh, just television or TV. And uh, but we, even though we had the money to do it which it could have been a temptation for us, but we know better than that. We just put that on the shelf and said, okay, Lord, if you want us to be on TV, you put us on. And we walk away. There's no pressure. There's no worrying. There's no striving. There's no right. hard work. And then one day, because you're watching this on Gospel True TV too. Yeah, Andrew you know, asked us, do you want to come on? Do you want to come on my network, which we didn't even know he had? And all I did was operate properly, live right, study the Bible, be ready and ready and willing to give an account of the that's one who right. died for me. And that's all I did. That's right. And the promotion comes from the Lord. That's right. And when the Lord's ready, when the Lord's ready and you're ready, that's it's right. easy. He'll promote you. You know, we're on TV now all over the world, really. Yeah, and it's I awesome. never even would have been in my mind to do that. Oh, I you know. You know how many yeah, people no want to do that and can't? It's it's awesome. It's an honor. And well, well, you might say this. Well, what do I do in the meantime? Okay, God hasn't shown me his will. What do I do in the meantime? Let me show you what Jesus did. 
how God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Ghost and with power, who went about doing good and healing all that were oppressed of the devil, for God was with them. This is Acts 10, 38. Just go about doing good. Just go about blessing your neighbors, blessing your pastors, uh, blessing your friends, your family. Uh, you just know, be just a blessing. Absolutely. Just be a, you know, one of the things we do wherever we go, I walk in and we look to say, how can I be a blessing in this situation instead of sure. what are they with doing wrong? With that attitude, with that attitude, yes. Or how can I help this? No, no. How can I be a, what do you need? Right. And that's the way I look at every situation. I come in with a servant's heart. That's right. And that's exactly what Robin did. She went about doing good and she was obedient to the small, still voice by a $5 umbrella and her ministry began. And, you know, I'm sure she's doing more now. I've been out of touch. She moved away and she's doing ministry somewhere else. But she heard and obeyed. And that's all really, you know, and also Al, this woman, she received tremendous physical healing in her body. Miraculous healing just took place in her body because she was obedient to the call of God. And, you know, don't rush it. The point is, do not rush the call of God on your life. Do not rush his plan and purpose because he's not in a rush. He's more interested in training you to be ready for what he has for you. And then you will make this impact that you so want to make for the Lord, which is a very good attitude and very commendable. So why don't you go to our uh, website today and get this book, Hidden Treasures Revealed. And Robin's story is in this book, along with many other stories that you can can learn from, glean from, and grow up in the Lord. Grow up in the Lord and be mature in Him so you could reach others. You go to VictoryLifeMinistries.org today and you can get your copy of Hidden Treasures Revealed. Also, check out our YouTube channel and please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Victory Life Today, and you will get a message or two every week and and you'll enjoy it if you enjoy this you'll enjoy that so we want to thank you so much for joining us today and remember victory is always yours through jesus christ we'll see you next time hey thanks so much for listening today be sure to hit that subscribe button for new episodes each week you can help us by rating the show or by simply sharing this episode with your friends. Learn more about us and find tons of resources that will help you grow your faith at victorylifeministries.org.